Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome back to the Next Chapter Podcast. My name is Blaine. And I'm Sue. And we are in the new year. Happy New Year, everybody. Woo! I hope you guys have uh, started your resolutions and continued to follow those <laughs> resolutions. Hard to say. Seems like uh, getting a gym membership is the most common resolution. I already failed on my water resolution, so yeah, well, drink more water. With my health situation, I have to be drinking so much water every day. Yep. But anyways, we hope you guys are having a great new year. We've got a short little chapter for you today. Just a, mm-hmm. just a quick listen. Um, me and Sue wanted to hop on. It is a crazy time now that the new year has changed with the building. Mm-hmm. We're getting so close to um, opening that for you guys. And um, just lots of moving parts, ordering so many materials and books. Yes. Um, and so Sue's crazy busy. I'm really busy. And so uh, we didn't want to leave you guys hanging. We wanted to make sure. So welcome to season two, chapter one um, of our podcast. It was fun. We did a little, you know, quick start to this last year. And I think we got seven to eight chapters in and Mm -hmm. now we're on season two. So um, super, super fun. Uh, We're going to change things up a little bit today, but in in, uh, podcasts moving forward, uh, it's hard to say if we're going to have this like same set thing. We're going to have different people on. It's not just going to be Sue. I'll still be kind of your main host throughout this, um, but we'll get some different programming um, staff on for the library, uh, different managers, our technology uh, and deputy director, mm-hmm. um, just different people to kind of change it up and also get um, some different perspectives here in the library. But Sue is going to cover some anticipated books here in 2022. Usually she talks about new releases, but um, she's going to talk about all these anticipated books coming up. Um, I'll cover our building updates as normal, uh, which again is is happening really soon. I'll talk about our survey that just went out this past week. Uh, again, always talk about programming and events, and then we'll do our little renowned trivia game. It's nothing mm-hmm. crazy today, just three <coughs> questions, nothing super, super crazy. So should be easy or hard, hard to say, I don't know. And then I just want to talk about somebody at the end who just joined our team um, late December. So Sue, kick it off with anticipated books of 2022. Okay. So everybody has a list of the best books of 2022, most anticipated reads, blah, 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 blah. Um, So I picked Glamour Magazine's list. And of course it's it's way too much to talk about here, so I'm just going to go over some of the highlights of some of the some of the uh, books that they say are are should be on everybody's radar, super popular. So the first one is called Fiona and Jane, and it's by Jean Chen Ho. This is this came out early January. This is about two women, Fiona and Jane, who uh, live in L.A. and they've been best friends all throughout their childhood, high school, college. Um, Jane moves away and of course their friendship starts to crumble, um, and evaporate, evaporate. And then 10 years later, we meet them just in that tender, terrifying moment of reconnecting. So that is Fiona and Jane. Very nice. Yeah. This next one is out already and I'm actually reading it. It's called The Maid by Nita Prose. And, uh, this, this is one that I've been seeing everywhere that people are really, really excited about. It's actually a murder mystery. And it, it takes place in a hotel, and it is about um, Molly Gray, who is a maid, and she is um, neurodivergent. She's very particular about things. She makes the perfect maid, and uh, she discovers a body of a very wealthy person in his hotel suite, and of course becomes one of the suspects, uh, mostly because of her reaction 
uh, to the police, she's very, you know, calm and collected and makes weird observations to them. And so they're like, hmm, something's weird's going on with this woman, but that's just the way she is. So yeah. um, that is a big page turner that came out uh, early January. Yeah, that one just got added to our new and noteworthy part of our website. Mm -hmm. um, and I was looking through um, our um, library search system as well as just Amazon for it, looking at images and everything. And yeah, seems like a very good book. A lot of people are, got a lot mm -hmm. of hype built around it. Yes. Uh, the next one is called Wahala. Uh, by Nikki May, and this also was out uh, the, in the last week or so. This is fiction, and this is about a group of um, women. They're Nigerian, and it's about this group of women. Uh, it's funny. It's a slightly murdery story about three women and their trouble, which is Wahala, um, their boyfriends, their professional aspirations, and their weaves. So it looks like a, a really fun book, and it has the most beautiful, stunning, vibrant uh, cover. So Wahala by Nikki May. Uh, let's see what else do we have here. We have Other People's Clothes by Kala Henkel. This comes out early February and this is uh, her debut novel. It takes place in Berlin in the late 2000s and um, it's about a girl on girl friendship that is darkly obsessive. Mm. Um, so yes, it, it sounds interesting. Yeah, um, it does. Glamour says, try to take a break from your depression music playlist, say no to that fourth coffee and let's book club this one. <laughs> so interesting. It is interesting. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Um, uh, another one is called Black Cake by Charmaine Wilkerson. This is out early February. Um, and this is funny. They, they say three reasons to read Black Cake. One, it's a thrilling debut novel about sibling ties and hidden family history. Two, it's already been developed for Hulu original series by Oprah. And three, the story involves cake. So Sounds, three everybody reasons. Everybody loves cake. Yeah, everybody, everybody like loves cake. cake. Yeah, I, this one is getting a lot of buzz, too. I've seen it on a ton of lists. So um, that one probably will be quite popular. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um, you got one more for us? I do have one more. I'm trying to find one that's, a, that's kind of unusual. Oh, this one looks kind of interesting. <laughs> kind of unusual. Yes. Uh, let's see. No, not that one. Um, hmm. Oh, this one looks really interesting. It's called A House Between Earth and the Moon by Rebecca Sherm. This is coming out at the end of March. And um, Glamour says, if you read just one novel about future billionaires funding scientists to try to save a select few from global warming by making it possible to live in outer space, definitely let it be A House Between Earth and Moon. Britt Bennett, the author of The Vanishing Half, which was one of the most popular books last yep. year, yep. Uh, says, I couldn't put it down. So A House Between Earth and Moon by Rebecca Sherm, that comes out at the end of March. So those are just a few of the dozens and dozens and dozens of books, both fiction, nonfiction, um, kids, adult, young adult, that are coming out in, this, uh, in the next few months that people are really excited about. Yep. And the cool thing about this, correct me if I'm wrong, Sue, but I believe all these books you just talked about, again, I think maybe one or two are already out, but the ones mm -hmm. that are anticipated here or coming out soon, those get uploaded into our catalog prior to their actual date of when they launch. So you correct. can put a hold ahead of time and be mm -hmm. that first person in queue to get the book. I yes. think a lot of patrons don't actually know that. Mm -hmm. um, they expect that when that book date drops, say it's February 14th, right. Valentine's Day, right? right? That that's when you can go place mm -hmm. a hold. 
But then you'd get on February 14th and there's mm-hmm. a hold of 10 people already because it's an anticipated right. book. So keep that in mind when you're listening to these types of books that Sue talks about, especially the newer ones. Mm-hmm. Sue is working every single day along with her team to get these uploaded as fast as they can into the catalog. So you guys can place a hold early yeah. and be that first patron to touch the book. Yep. Awesome. Well, those sound like great books. Um, Again, head to our website at marionpubliclibrary.org. You can search in our uh, window there and look for the book. Again, place a hold. Um, It might not be today or tomorrow, but as as soon as those books are starting to approach, maybe a two weeks before timeline Mm -hmm. or a week before, just keep checking our website. Also go to the MLN app um, and you can Mm -hmm. place a hold there. seems like a lot of patrons don't know about that MLN app. It's available on- Oh, it's fantastic. I use it all the time. Um, I use it to renew books and to put stuff on hold to see where I'm at on hold. I think it's the easiest thing for for my purpose when I Mm -hmm. check out a book and I want to renew it. It is like two clicks. You just hit renew Mm -hmm. and I- told Lauren about it a, a month or so mm-hmm. ago and I was like you need to download this yeah. because to get online and do it it's okay to do it online but just to jump on your phone yeah. or your tablet and do it super easy so it's available on iOS and Android MLN mm-hmm. app Metro Library Network it works for Marion Hiawatha and Cedar Rapids mm-hmm. so check it out awesome um, I'm going to jump into some building updates. Um, I actually, um, as we're recording this, just an hour ago, filmed a new virtual tour. So the plan is to have that up. If it's not up now, should be up very, very soon. Um, and that will be our final virtual tour of the new building. Um, and the rest will kind of be a surprise for you going yeah. forward. We have to leave something for people to anticipate. Exactly. So, yes. so uh, it looks incredible. Um, the second floor has so much done. Mm-hmm. Um, there was definitely some parts that were kind of taped off not to walk on because I think the tile was freshly mm-hmm. laid uh, either yesterday or today. So, but um, it's looking very good. And um, I know so many people are excited for it. Uh, get to talk to family every weekend and they just can't wait. So some of the milestones from December and, and things that are happening right now in January, um, the second floor flooring is well underway. And mm-hmm. I can attest to that as a lot of the carpet, probably half of the carpet has been laid. Yep. Um, and a lot of that tile is being put in right now. The second floor lighting install is complete, and that is true. Um, All the lighting looks incredible. There's a few sections, um, especially in stairwells, that are reactive lighting. So as you pass, those light up um, and then turn off, which is great for Mm -hmm. energy efficiency. The second floor ceiling tile is also complete. The HVAC system startups have begun, which can confirm again, as it was toasty 70 degrees in the building yeah, very as we just walked in. It is a abnormal week because it's in the high 30s, low mm-hmm. 40s, so it, it feels like summer is what Sue and I were yeah, saying earlier. Like no coats today. Compared to the <laughs> negative 20 and 30 degrees we had uh, just a few weeks ago, um, it feels great. But the HVAC systems have started up. Um, The first floor overhead rough-ins are about 85% complete. I'm not sure if it's more today um, from when I've seen the statistic, but that's a great accomplishment to be at. The first floor painting has started, um, and as I was leaving the building, uh, I could hear the pumps running. They were spraying white paint everywhere and getting it it all working. So the east elevator is operational for construction use. That east elevator is really staff use, um, but the west elevator, that will be for patron use. So I know both elevators are in, but I think for transport of materials, construction mm-hmm. crew is using that east one um, every day. And then the exterior doors, those are finally installed. So Yay. anything exterior glass, I think the only exterior piece that we're waiting for is that the metal. That metal, it's like, a, a I don't know if it's forged aluminum or whatever it is. Yeah. I don't think it's steel, but some type of uh, metal on the outside. Mm-hmm. It's just super delayed at the moment. Mm-hmm. So that's why you see that orange foam insulation on the yes. outside. But everything else is basically basically complete out there. 
Um, I did want to mention a survey that I just sent out um, this past week, and it is really to gauge your guys' um, expectations and ideas and what you're looking forward to in a lot of our spaces at the new library. Um, basically, it's an open-ended survey, no required answers, um, and it just says, um, like, what are you looking forward to or what do you want to use, see, mm-hmm. learn in our art studio, in yep. our makerspace, um, in a green screen studio room, or, mm-hmm. um, you know, just there's so many different new spaces that we have, a culinary kitchen. And so it's like, what do you guys want to see in that? And I did start looking through a handful of responses today. I sent it out um, on Wednesday and today, Thursday, as mm-hmm. we're recording this, um, or is it Wednesday today? Today's Wednesday. I'm losing my mind. That's right. Well, I was going along with you. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's right. It mind. is Wednesday. I sent it on Tuesday this past <laughs> week. Wednesday today, as we're recording, um, it, we have like 70 plus responses, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but we want to make sure that all of you have your voice heard. A lot of what I saw was what is a maker's space? A lot mm-hmm. of people weren't sure what to respond to that. And again, you don't have to respond. It's open-ended. Right. It's not required. You can leave something blank if it doesn't pertain to your like liking or need. Uh, but a maker's space is a place where people can create, uh, mm-hmm. whether it's 3D printing or using crickets or using... Um, laser etchers or just so many different really cool tools mm-hmm. um and so we have a lot of that that's already on order and ready for you guys but um our leadership team and our, and our team in general for the library wants to know like what do you guys expect out of that space mm-hmm. if you're a patron walking in on opening day what would you like to see there because we want to make sure this is a brand new library it needs to have the best of the best for you guys you've been waiting patiently for so long what does it need? And that's and, a, yeah, and a makerspace is exactly what the what, what the, it sounds like. What it sounds like. Mm-hmm. You make things, so you can go in there and yeah, yep. a lot know, of sewing machines, sewing uh, machines, surgeries, quilting machines. You know, yeah. there's we've got a lot of that ready to go. I think we've had a well thought out list, but we're mm-hmm. in that little bit of a lull where it's like, okay, we know what we think they want, right. but what did they what, think they right, want? Right. Um, so that's exactly what the survey's for. Mm-hmm. It is available on our website if you. Just go to MarionPublicLibrary.org. It is the first slider on our page. You'll see it. And it says, um, let your voice be heard or mm-hmm. something along those lines. If you didn't get the email that I sent this past week, um, make sure you sign up for our newsletter on our website mm-hmm. as well. That's if you scroll towards the bottom of our homepage, you can sign up for our newsletter. I send things out every single month. Um, and that that's what went out to our patrons this past week was this survey. So if you do want your voice to be heard, if you think you... Um, your children um, or your significant other relatives, family that live in this area have a good idea. The survey is exactly what it sounds like. We just want to hear from you guys so we can go back and check our boxes and make sure we've got everything we need for you right as we open the new building. Awesome. Um, I'm just going to briefly cover some programming that's coming up. Um, Again, we really try and do these uh, chapters or episodes every two weeks. And so I'm not going to go super far deep into February with what we have, but there's kind of three reoccurring things at the moment, um, or maybe just two, two reoccurring, which is the Friends of the Marion Public Library book sale Mm -hmm. in the month of January here. um, If you're listening to it on Friday today, tomorrow on the 15th, um, Saturday the 15th, they have a book sale. They're having one every week here in January. So the 15th, 22nd, and 29th, and those are from 10 to 2 in the old library lobby on 6th Ave here. Um, so definitely go check them out, uh, support the friends. Uh, you can, again, just find them right in the lobby there on typical months. They're the first and third Saturday of every month, but I know for January, they made an exception and they were going to do more book sales. Then another round book group that happens on the third Tuesday of each month. 
Um, they meet out at Lau Park from 6 to 7 p.m. And um, it's really an adult book group. It's built on the ideas that cocktails, mocktails, and books go together um, to create a fun and lively atmosphere for book discussions. So if you're interested in something like that, you ha- you do need to be 18 and over um, for that book group. But contact our um, programmer, Jackie Tracy, and with any interest and questions. And her email is jtracy, T-R-A-C-E-Y, at MerriamPublicLibrary.org. And then one final event, there's a bunch of them happening in February, but the one I want to highlight, it is the Master Gardener series. Um, So again, head to our website under events and you can find all of the Master Gardener events that are coming up soon. But this one is called What's Wrong With My Tree? It is February 3rd at 6.30 p.m. Um, And it's great. The Master Gardener for that specific one is Mike Anderson. It kind of covers environmental, bacterial, insect-related tree issues um, with systematic approaches. It's just anything in the Master Gardener realm as Mm -hmm. we like to think that spring is approaching soon. Um, This is the time when people are ordering their seeds, thinking about their gardens, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, absolutely, perfect timing. So that's just a great event um, if you want to head out to uh, Lau Park and... um, and attend that event. Uh, the only other thing I wanted to touch on real quick was the virtual book group. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's a handful of different book groups that you can see online, but um, you've probably heard it in previous chapters. But if you haven't, we partnered with PVC Guru to offer a virtual book club to patrons who aren't able to commit to a regular in-person meeting or who simply want to use discussion boards online. Um, the book club reads one book every two to three months. So it's super yep. simple. You have plenty of time to read the book. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Sue's talked about this quite a bit as well as I. Um, if you want to find out more information or sign up, just head to our website, MarianPublicLibrary.org, and it's under the adults section. Um, mm-hmm. And you can find all the information and sign up there. And this month, um, we started a new one in January. Uh, it's The Song of Achilles by Madeline Miller. And I decided... I was going to do this one. So I've, I've started reading the book and it's really nice because like you just have to read like the first eight chapters by mid January and then you can discuss some of it. And there's a timeline. You get an email. It's got a timeline of, you know, this is when you need to hit these chapters and be done with this, but no pressure on this at all. And it's nice because I always try, I always read a lot of books um, at once. I'm usually reading three to five books at the same time. Um, but this is nice because I'm just getting little chunks of it yep. instead of feeling like, oh my gosh, I have to get this done before the end of the month. It's like, no, I only have to read up to chapter eight. So yep. it's a really good story too. So far, I'm really enjoying it. Awesome. Yeah. So just a great opportunity again for people who have hectic schedules, kids, mm-hmm. anything going on that just doesn't allow you to meet in person. Um, or if you're just not comfortable with um, COVID the way it is at the moment and just being around certain people, um, this is just a great opportunity to join a book club, feel that you're a part of something. Um, and you can have your girlfriends, you could have your your mom who lives in a whole different state or family yeah. who lives completely across the world could join this. Um, yeah. um, and they would still be able to access that book through their local library. So uh, just a really great um, thing that's come together. And uh, a lot of patrons use that resource. Mm-hmm. Something else I want to talk about, we don't usually touch on this, but in the children's programming area, um, the Dial-A-Story is something that has been around now for uh, quite a while. It is a very commonly used resource for um, people with children that want to kind of use some magical service. Uh, It's available by phone. Um, Our great partners um, at Farmer State Bank 
always make this program possible for us, and we're so thankful to them. Um, really what it is is it's a collection of stories that our team reads, um, mainly the programming team, but sometimes other staff members, mm -hmm. community readers. Um, sometimes there's a LibriVox recording that you can go on and, and see. There's a Name That Sound, which is really fun. The programming mm -hmm. team finds different things to knock on or open or flush, and um, it's, it's fun to guess that. So um, that's available 24-7. I know when I was around my cousin's kids over 4th of July last year, I was, I was working <laughs> and I, they were bugging me and I was like, Hey, listen to this dial story, which was great. Mm -hmm. Um, so just a really cool opportunity to listen to different stories there and have, um, kind of that, uh, in-person experience almost because right. it's been challenging again with, um, COVID the way it's been to have these in-person events. So to have a programmer read a book to you is, um, it's always great. And obviously we know how important reading is. Um, so if you want to call the number, it's, 319-727-8100. Um, you can hear classic stories, new pep talks, mystery sounds, and so much more. So I just wanted to highlight that because I think some people are unaware of all the services mm -hmm. that we still do offer, even with the buildings and right. temporary locations we've been in. So really cool opportunity for your children to um, get involved and immersed into the Marion Public Library culture. And people also, it's a big nostalgia thing for people because they remember being a kid and dialing a story. Yeah. On an actual phone phone. Yeah, I maybe don't <laughs> Rotary phone. Yeah. I've only used a rotary phone maybe a handful of times. Oh, I think yeah. my babysitter had one. It was the coolest thing. Yeah, so. I, I I loved using a rotary yeah. phone. It was a lot of fun. Maybe that's yes. what we should do in the new library since we, no. we don't want rotary phones. No. Swing, I don't think so. swing your finger every time you need to make a call. <laughs> so awesome. Well, guys, like I said, it's not a super long chapter today um, that we're talking about. Just we really wanted to cover the basics, but mm -hmm. you know, I can't let this go without. The renowned trivia game. I told him to cut it out this time. She's okay. like, we don't have enough time. We don't have enough you time. Cut that. it out. I'm like, we got enough time. Ladies and gentlemen, oh boy. to the stage, Sue <laughs> I love it. Okay, well. It's good times. You're like, one I of us don't do. love it. Yeah. <laughs> one of us. Yeah, deep down inside, Sue does like it. If you guys are new here for some reason, um, if Sue does get the answer correct, yeah. that's what you're going to hear. And if she does get it wrong, um, usually it's a geography question. Yes. You're going to hear that. So. Um, I think there's one geography question. This first one might be challenging. Um, I did want to do like two New Year's questions because we mm -hmm. are in the new year. So uh, we only have three today. Super okay. short and sweet. Well, if it doesn't work out, at least our patrons <laughs> got to hear some fun trivia yeah. as well. And we got to learn some things. Mm -hmm. This first question is, when did the New Year's Eve ball first drop in Times Square? What year? Oh if, my gosh. If you're within like 10, I'll give it to you. Okay. What was when the first, first year? Oh boy. You got to think of like, well, it's hard to say, but like when technology really started to kick off with. I'm going to say 1980. Oh boy. No. When was the first car invented? I feel like. That long ago? I feel like that's when the technology. Like, like the really, early? Yeah. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I do not have this right. <laughs> I definitely wrote the wrong answer on here. What? Because I'm looking at it and it says 1097. <laughs> I don't, I don't think that's when it was. No. Um, you know what? I'm going to have to look up that answer. I want to say it was 1907. Really? I, I want to say 1907. Huh. Should I look this up real quick? 
You can. I feel like it's 1907. You can, you can just when give it to me. We, I, At least I was in the right century. <laughs> <laughs> 1980s, 1907. 1097. 1097 div. Maybe we're getting confused with HR paperwork and all this other I jazz. Know. I don't know. Okay, I'm not going to look it up. It's going to take too long. I, you guys can look it up at home. I want to say it's 1907, but... 1907, nah, wow. I, that would have been interesting to see. That's right. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know how they did it. I'm, I swear, because a lot of that stuff was like 1904, 1907 well, when I was looking. There were a lot of so. interesting people doing a lot of interesting things around that time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah we'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, question two is, how many people tune in every year to watch the Waterford Crystal Times Square New Year's <sighs> Eve ball drop? How many people? How many people are in the world? I'm going to say, I don't know how many people are in the world. Seven billion in the world. I'm going to say... It's a lot. I'm going to say 2 billion. Uh, it's, I mean, I, well, it's hard to give you that or not, but it's 1 billion. I'm close enough. <laughs> You're only off by a billion. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, 1 billion people tune in to the ball drop for specifically yes. Times Square every single year. The other billion that I guessed are the people like me who fall asleep and yeah. then wake up like, Two think, seconds before it I drops. Think that's how it went. There was like a group, <laughs> and then fall asleep. There again. was like a group chat this year or something, and everybody mm-hmm. in the leadership team was going back and forth on yeah. who could stay up for the ball drop. Nope, and James not. was out. Bill was out. Sue I was, was out. out yep. Everybody was out. So yep. I, me and I stayed up. Lauren stayed up. Nope. But uh, see, I don't like that. Some people stay up just for the New York ball drop, and mm-hmm. it's like no, it's kind of a letdown because we're an hour behind. Right. So we it so doesn't count for us. We stayed up this year, uh, which usually Lauren would never stay up that late, but that's okay. It's New Year's Eve, and um, we watched because the party was in Nashville this year, and oh. I don't know if they do that all the time, but Mm-mm. a lot of great country artists um, that were performing, and so that was actually really fun to watch. And then watch the ball drop there, and then I dropped right into bed because I was exhausted after that. Yeah, so good times. But okay, uh, well. The audience can determine whether you got that one. Okay. Okay. Final question. I did. Let's see how, let's see how well you know current events. Okay. Jeez. You do. You're a librarian. No. (laughs) Okay. What super popular world event is happening in just a few months? Come on, Sue. It's like one of the biggest events that happens every two years in the world. (laughs) <laughs> She's giving me this look like I'm giving him a look like you idiot. Every two well, the Winter Olympics? Yes. Good job. Oy. For a bonus. Uh, I believe they're in Italy. Okay, just because you have no, family they're in, in Paris. Just because you have family no. in Europe doesn't mean that. <laughs> That's where it's at. Darn. Beijing. They are they are gonna be in Italy in a couple of years. The yeah. winter are next in Italy, yes. It's coming uh I think summer's coming to the United States in twenty mm. eight. Because 24 is France? I don't know. Yes. 24 yes. is like France. Paris and then is the summer, is and then 28 is the um, Italy. No, it's coming to the States at some point. Maybe it's Italy after that. I don't, I know. don't know. But all I know is... I'm uh, all confused when they when they changed up how often they... Yeah. It's back in Beijing okay. this year, which is insane okay. because I feel yeah. like between Summer Olympics, Winter Olympic, mm-hmm. Olympics, large gaming events, mm-hmm. and just tournaments that are happening, everything is in China lately, which... I guess they can just have everything, but it'd be nice to have some things over here. 
So anyways, our time will come. It will. So, okay. Well, those are our trivia questions for today. Eh. So sorry. Sorry, people. You got it right though. I didn't know when you gave me that look, I was like, oh my God, she doesn't know know what's coming up. (laughs) I get really excited. I'm a huge winter person. I know I've probably mentioned it before, but I get really excited. I love skiing, snowboarding outside, snowmobiling. Sports. It's really neat to see those people compete. Yeah. They're amazing. Yeah. Amazing athletes. Good times. So, um, the last thing I do want to talk about, um, there's no special guest today or anything like that, Mm -hmm. which by the way, sneak Sneak teaser, sneak peaser. I don't know mm-hmm. what you want to call it. We did get the city manager on the schedule, yeah. the new city manager. He'll be coming sometime in February um, mm-hmm. so we can do a, an episode with him. So yeah. I didn't want to keep that a secret the whole time. I think that'll be super exciting. But mm-hmm. back to library news. Um, we uh, were really fortunate to hire an incredible person for our programming manager position mm-hmm. here at the library. Um, I'm going to, do you know how to say her last name? No. Okay. I'm going to say Kylie Pustieska. There you go. Yeah. Right? Something like that. Kylie's Mm -hmm. just going to hit me later. No, (laughs) not even close. Um, Kylie joined our team on December 20th, uh, right during the middle of the holidays. Mm -hmm. Um, And man, she's had a lot to do. Um, Her team, even before Kylie was hired, has been super short staffed. I know I've mentioned that when it's came to programming and Mm -hmm. events lately. It's really hard for three people when you're used to eight um, yeah. <laughs> to plan everything, especially am- amongst COVID and the way that's mm-hmm. been and the holidays, how busy they are and some events that we collaborate with the chamber and uptown yep. and um, being in so many different locations. I mean, the excuses can go on, but mm-hmm. it really has been just such a challenging time. And so um, having Kylie on board, everybody's getting along. It just seems like the ideas are brewing. Mm-hmm. And especially for the new library, we were just talking about opening day stuff earlier today yeah. um, and what we can do. So um, Kylie did say she's so honored to join the staff at the Marion Public Library as the programming manager during such an exciting time. Well, is it exciting or is it crazy? <laughs> we'll, we'll go with exciting. We yeah. appreciate that, Kylie. Yep. She says, new year, new library building, and a new way for the residents of Marion and surrounding communities to get excited about reading, learning, exploring, and connecting. Mm-hmm. Just incredible. So um, Kylie, again, has just been immersed in so much library culture, and I think she's handled it very well. Mm -hmm. She had her first leadership meeting earlier this week, and um, yeah, just seems to be a true gem. I think we Mm -hmm. hit the nail on the coffin there. Yes, we're lucky to have her. Yep, we really are. So that is it for today, guys. Um, I'm putting my hands in the air. It's (laughs) hot in this room. I don't know why it's always 80 degrees when we record in here, but... Um, yeah, we just want to thank you guys for sticking with us, um, from last year when we started this, the expectation of having, um, 40 to 50 to 60 people listening every episode was, uh, we did not expect that at all. We were just happy to get a few. Um, it's kind of like our TikTok account. Sue's been posting some things lately and it's like, Hey, if we get a a few views here, I mean, Sue posted one just the other day and it's got like 500 views. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, exactly. I know. Wow. You just kind of log on and, yeah, you know, we've got our personal TikTok accounts and then you switch to the professional library mm-hmm. business account and it's yeah. like, oh my God, that's got a lot of views on it and <laughs> yeah. a bunch of likes and this and that. Yeah. So um, that's great. definitely follow our social media for a bunch of those updates. Library talk. Library, t- library TikTok. Uh, but it's, isn't it library talk Something though? like that. Yeah. It's like book talk. Yeah. Talk, uh-huh. not talk. Talk. Okay, but library talk is a thing. There's mm-hmm. tons of libraries on there doing all sorts of fun TikTok. So, but ours gonna, is the best. We're, well, <laughs> for someone who hadn't done it before and just hit record and and did it, I think it turned out pretty well. So yeah. I'll be practicing. 
Yep. For sure. Exactly. So anyways, um, again, just wanted to wish you guys all a happy new year. Thank you so much for sticking with us through this. And we hope you start to enjoy season two um, of the Next Chapter podcast. Mm -hmm. It's hard to say whether Sue will be on next time or or whenever. But um, again, we're going to start moving some people around in the library here. I'll always be here um, as a host. And we do need to get some new special guests on because Mm -hmm. those are always fun to just get some insight into other people's lives and things going on here in the city and in the community. So. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a fun year. Yep, absolutely. Okay, well, thank you guys for listening mm-hmm. and we will see you in season 2, chapter 2. Thanks everybody. Bye guys. Bye.